0: Hey everybody. Welcome to Refuse the Excuse podcast. I'm your host Steph Strugnell, and this is where I give you the loving but honest get your shit together advice. I wish someone had given me in the different stages of life. My intention uh, is that you can laugh and relate and gain a new perspective and leave feeling a little more confident to take some inspired action into your life to owning your time, owning what's yours, and making some positive progress in your world. Thanks for tuning in to episode three of the podcast. Whether you're driving to work or on your lunch break or doing dishes, I hope it feels like we are grabbing a cup of coffee and heading to a cafe to talk all about real life, the highs, the lows, and how together we're going to get our shit together. Hopefully having me in your ear, you'll laugh a little bit today, feel super seen and motivated to take some of what I talk about today to put into inspired action in your life to grow, bring more positivity, and the topic of today, more intention. A few things I wanted to chat about before we dive into the topic. I have moved locations and timing of the podcast. I was cramped up in my closet. I hope the acoustics are okay in the office that I'm in. There's just more natural light. It's a little more aesthetically pleasing. And my body was haggard after an episode. I was like seized up because I was like crunched in this one weird spot near the microphone. It just wasn't working. And I'm like, okay, I'm forcing myself in this like space that doesn't feel good. So I've switched it up. I'm also recording at nighttime. Usually I do it in the day when the littles are out of the house for obvious reasons. They're loud and disruptive and don't give a crap about my schedule. (laughs) So I usually do it in the day and I'm doing it at nighttime because life loves to give me lessons, especially before I go to record a podcast. I feel like God's just listening to my intention and what I want to do with the episodes and how I want to reach people and help people. So God's like, all right, here you go, Steph. Here's some real life things you're gonna walk out this week and you hopefully can bless somebody with a relatable story because I am giving it to you thick. It has been quite a week over here And today I had this whole agenda and I had my notes about what I wanted to talk about. And then I sat down to talk about it and it just wasn't flowing. I kept starting and stopping. This cough that I've got kept coming up. And those of you that are into the woo life, you'll be like, throat chakra girl, your throat chakra is so blocked. Yes, she is. She is getting unblocked as I work on myself, but you are very right. The throat chakra was trying to stop me. I literally was coughing every two minutes, like sounded ridiculous. I started and stopped. A million times and I just felt this block. I felt this like energy was off and I'm like why am I forcing something when the whole point of the podcast is to share the real and raw and then the advice and the things that I do that help me to live the most like happy and most fulfilled and like the solutions I found. If I'm going to have that intention for these episodes then I should share what's real and happening right now versus just a script. So we're still gonna dive into daily practices that welcome more intention. But I also just thought it'd be great to give you a life update on the struggle and what's happened and the real things that pop up that always make me question my growth and makes me question, you know, how far I've come. So with that being said, I just got back from a dinner out I love early plans. Like I'm a real like four or five o'clock plan girl now. It just really works with the kids schedule, bedtime so that one parent doesn't have to do both. I just really like it. Then I can still do my nighttime routine. I still get to have amazing friend time. I think I'm on to something with this five o'clock meetup. So I met a dear friend in St. Mary's, shout out to you, Shelby, and we had a really great dinner and just always able to talk about kind of all the things, the light things, the heavy things, the real stuff. Um, she came over this week because I was having a, I was just having this, like, whole crisis wrapped up into one shitty afternoon, and it was all centered around, like, career, and I think because of winter, us being, like, locked inside, we have to do more reflection, we go internal, like, everything slows down, and I think that's when it really welcomes those ah ahas and that time with yourself to kind of question things, so she helped me just like work through some stuff and so it felt really good to get together with her for dinner tonight just so that we could end on a little bit of a higher note and it re-inspired me it re-inspired my energy it tapped me into my feminine energy which I'm also going to dabble into today talking about the like feminine masculine energy because it's something I'm starting to really investigate and it's been really um surprising and helpful And so somebody else listening might also be intrigued by the feminine masculine energy and what that means for sort of day to day. But with all that said, it just felt better to start fresh and to get a nice hot drink, put on my big fuzzy robe that is just massive and inviting, and then get, you know, real with you and talk about the fact that I tried to do this earlier. It didn't work. I was pushing against something instead of going with the flow and being more authentic. And so I think this is going to be a better episode because I'm in that headspace. And there's some few little fun things I want to talk about too, like this feminine masculine energy. Like let's, we could have a whole episode around some of the woo that I've brought into my life and some of the impact that I think it's made in my like changes within, but just to like give you a very, very, very basic cold note version, we all have masculine and feminine energy. That's what makes us up. And as women we you tend to stay more on one side so whether it's masculine or feminine energy and with me I tend to stay more in the masculine energy so like getting things done being like straightforward being a little hard on myself always like planning and being more rigid and more structured and more like do 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 instead of getting into my feminine energy which is more to like feel embody embrace be sensitive express I think that's like a very close note version so if you spend too much time in one or the other, you kind of feel imbalanced. And for me, I tend to go into the masculine energy, even though I'm very sensitive and I'm someone that really enjoys communicating and emotions and diving deep, I still tend to sway towards like my actions in my day-to-day are more on the masculine energy side. So like today, instead of realizing that after the like 13th take of the podcast, maybe just put it down and just like move on. Maybe it's just not working today, get out of your head, change it up. But instead I was in the masculine energy. So I just like forced it to happen over and over, like legitimately guys, maybe 30 times I started and stopped until I finally threw in the towel and I was like, this does not feel good. She is not happening today. What's going on? And I just had to like get out of that space. And then of course I moved my body, did a little workout downstairs while the kids were being nuts, just a little 20 minute YouTube workout, got into my body. I just kind of Move my body after and like shook out, like shook my body out, stretched. And then I did just a little like journaling, tapping into that feminine energy. And wow, what a turnaround in my mood and in my energy, like a space and how you like how the boys felt from me. And then going into dinner just felt so good because I think I was just really out of whack and out of balance. So if you're feeling a little off lately, maybe just start doing a little Google search on your feminine, masculine energy balance. It's surprising how much you can fight against the one side that you need to go towards more and it can be really enlightening on how it can bless your life with some really neat little healings so i encourage you to look that up today and i also want to encourage you this is seeming very random and off topic but please if you are a thrift lover and if you're not a thrift lover we gotta talk because i could get you there it is one of my like secret guilty pleasures I have a whole system, a whole structure around it. I love going thrifting. I also got a really great thrift haul and I started following this new girl on Instagram and she gave me some really great thrift advice. She is quirky, she is fun, dramatic, weird, authentic. She's just a good time. I'll get her name so that I can tell you guys who to follow, I'll have her name for next episode, but she just has been such a fun energy and I've loved following her. And she gave me this thrift tip that I have to share with you. So if you are going to the thrift store well, my tip for you is one, wear the right clothing so that you can try things on. Like make sure you have layers so that you can try different tops on, like have a nice like tight tank top so that you can throw on some oversized things to see if it's sloppy or not because they took the change rooms out, which kind of stinks because like I liked seeing right then and there if stuff was going to work. But now that you can't do that, you also can't just like strip down your pants into your thong in the middle of the Value Village. So what you do is take the waistband of a pants, pair of pants and wrap it around your neck. And if it meets really easily, chances are it's going to fit. If it overlaps too much, it'll be too big. And if it barely meets, it's probably going to be too tight. And you usually go up about two sizes and shop in the men's section. So if I'm usually 28, which I am, I would shop like the 30, 31 size. And let me tell you, I scored a really sick pair of Nevada perfect wash high-waisted denim in the men's section for eight bucks. I love the fit. It's got that very like baggy in style Hailey Bieber vibe, which I love and hate her style. I'll be honest, but there's no rules with fashion. I've just realized you have to have fun with it. Dress for like how you feel in the moment and for something that's comfortable that also makes you feel like on fire. Put the intention to what you wear. It'll make a big difference in your day, but don't have too many rules. So like looping back to the thrift store, So that's my thrift trick is like, make sure you wear the clothes so that you can try things on, do the pants around the neck thing. And if you've already been doing that, kudos to you. I was new to this like whole trick and it worked amazing. And I've got like booty and I've got like hips that don't lie. So it is not like I have this like thin frame that kind of works with anything. I got to make sure that the junkets fit in there. So I, I was impressed that it worked for me. And I also have to say, if you're getting into the thrift world, don't buy things or like winners. Anywhere where you have to like dig and you can like find one-offs and you don't necessarily know what you're going to get that day. Make sure you go in with a clear idea of what you need. I never go to the thrift store without knowing what I'm trying to fill in terms of gaps in my wardrobe. So whether it's like neutrals or a piece for like a certain season, I don't go just like getting whatever unless it's like a one-off gem I truly go trying to fill gaps and sometimes I leave with nothing if it doesn't completely check all the boxes of what I wanted it to. That way I don't overspend, I don't have waste, and I don't have things hanging in my closet that I never wear. Also, thrifting becomes really fun when you like find these hidden gems. Like I've found things from so many name brands and old school brands that are high quality for such a good deal that I just can't imagine buying new for everything when you can repurpose less waste and like love the fit and feel of things because even when things shrink like men's sizes like men's shirts do not overlook the men's shirt section either because there's some really cute baggy looks that you would pay brand new at Aritzia for and you're getting it for like under 10 bucks so when you're thrifting next think of me go to the men's section do the pant trick and make sure that you have a goal of like what you're trying to fill in your wardrobe you will enjoy the process so much more It'd also be kind of fun, like locally, to have this like thrift shop group where I'd like go with a few women and help them pick things out. Okay, that's for like another podcast day. But if that'd be fun, shout out to me because <laughs> I would love to do that. I have saved so much money and found so many cute things. So amongst the good thrift haul that I had this week, um, another high that I should mention because there's going to be some, reals, some real lows I'm going to mention as well. I was really happy to see the Sun I'm not who I'm not sure who else out there was longing for that but I needed to see mr. Sun I was getting down into the winter blues I really rely on the like energy of the Sun to lift me up to make me want to get things accomplished so I just soaked every single bit of that in when I saw it and I think I'm gonna have to plug in my happy light to see if that works cuz I got one of those from Costco and I remember using it as na- and seeing a big difference So I think I need to do that again in the morning time once I get my butt out of bed before the kids, it would be good to just like throw that on and see if it helps. All right. So that comes to the things that happened this week that I think are worth sharing because that's the authentic and that's the real that I want to bring to you guys. And that is my existential crisis. Well, not really, but like my little midlife crisis, I found myself feeling very confused and down and lost around my career. I've worked different jobs. I've taken some risk. I've worked for myself. We own a business, me and my husband. Joel runs majority of it. I kind of do behind the scenes things. So I've got lots of experience on like different avenues of of work, but I found myself feeling a little behind and lost and frustrated that like all the decisions I made led to right now and me not feeling super fulfilled or clear on what that next step is going to be because I'm with two kids that are now good to go to full-time daycare, which feels great. I can focus on me and my career and not having to start and stop. And that's really, really exciting for me, but also makes me have to evaluate a lot and think about what I want. I know who I am and what I desire for work and what I want to bring to the table. I for sure have a good grasp on that, which took a lot to like answer those questions. But I do feel clear in that sense, but definitely not clear when it comes to like working for who or what company or how when does that like when's that going to happen I felt all of the emotions of just not feeling where I wanted to be in this part of my life especially around career and it kind of swallowed me up and it got me really down and frustrated and maybe you can relate maybe you're feeling that right now maybe with work or maybe a different area of your life that you're just feeling like oh my gosh all of the choices I made led me right here and I'm not feeling fulfilled and that sucks And it's okay to feel that. It's okay to feel the suck of that. But I do want to share this, like, what happened to me so that you can also pull yourself out of that if it's been a few days or weeks or longer of you just, like, feeling the, like, ickiness of it but not being able to, like, get to the other side. So for some people, a career doesn't have to be super fulfilling. It can be a 9-to-5 thing that they don't love but they don't hate. And they just do it. And they know that of themselves. And I think that's fantastic. You should know of yourself what it means to you and what seasons it means more to you or less or what you can prioritize for your work. like You should know that for yourself and there's no one shoe fits all. For me, I have to be fulfilled by what I'm doing. I want to give 110%. I want to strive for excellence and I want to grow. I want to be part of a vision and a part of something that helps people immensely and that doesn't stop growing and evolving and has something that's beautiful and impactful, a good work environment, um, that pushes me outside of my comfort zone and makes me have to look within and and try and raise rise to the occasion. Like I want something that's so cup-filling that I love to do and I have to shut off from. That's just the type of person I am, and I'm not willing to settle for less. But with that expectation and desire comes this big problem of like, who do I work for and how do I do that? And what does that look like in the future? I felt all of those things <laughs> coming down on me and just felt like behind. and I felt so like, man, if somebody had just come to me like 10 years ago, told me you should go to school for this or do this, get into this job, it'll pay you this amount of money and you'll be a-okay. I was tempted to just be like, oh, I would have just done that, which like obviously isn't realistic. And that's not how I actually wanna live, but I'm so tempted by that fix because I just felt all the weight of feeling so like behind or lost or just unsure of how to be successful in it and how to get what I want. And so I felt that heaviness. The day kind of got away from me. I wasn't really showing up great for the boys because I was just in this like icky, kind of victim-y mentality, to be honest. It just hit like a ton of bricks. And I I just swallowed up by it. I got so down in the dumps and I was just feeling gross and not really seeing the positive. And of course that attracts more of that. Like you've been there, you've had those days where it like, starts bad and then it just like keeps snowballing. And it just becomes this like eek kind of day. And we all have to have those because on the other side of that are the great days. But this particular day this week, just, yeah, I felt really off and unsure. And then I over questioned everything. And, and usually if that happens to me, I don't let myself like end the day like that. I won't, I won't let more than a day go by of feeling all of that icky, gross energy. I just don't want to give more than a day to that or a few hours. I just, I think life's too precious. So what I do when these come up and I hit these walls in life because they come at different stages, I let myself feel it fully. That's important. I just like let, I let it out. I cry. I express it in words in a journal or just sit with it and I kind of just feel it and let the thoughts happen. Let myself like my heart open a little bit and really feel that sense of like, ah, I'm disappointed and I'm not happy and I'm not clear and like this sucks and feels uncomfortable. You have to go there. We just do. As women like, and men as well, men especially, you got to feel what's coming up so that you don't bury it and push it down for it to surface in an uglier way down the road. Because hand up for who's been there and done that. Hello, bad boyfriend choices and awkward encounters. (laughs) That was totally my coping mechanism. Until I realized there was a better way. So you feel it out, you let yourself sit in it a little bit, And then the next thing that I do is I always go pen to paper. I just freeform write. I just say like, this feels this way. And I just go to town on like everything and anything. I let it spill out. And then I make sure that I ask the right person around my table to be there for me. And I ask them first, if they've got the space for me to share what's happening and what's on my heart, are they able to like hold that space for me and be there? And if they are, it's also great because you give them that option to say yes or no. And then when they say yes, they know They're going to show up in the intention to help you. And that makes for such a better conversation. So it's really important that when you feel these like icky, stagnant, like frustrating feelings around a certain area of your life, that you let it in and then know who is the next person that you can talk to and make sure you choose wisely because it does not feel good when you go to the wrong person and they just make you feel worse or more depleted or more like doomsday. Oh Nothing is worse than that kind of conversation where you're like, okay, great. Thank you for that. I'm just going to go crawl in a hole now. See you. Ta ta. It's not fun. But we kind of have to learn who the wrong person is to find who the right one is. And if you don't have anybody right now that would be a great person to call on and talk that out, I am a personal development coach, and that's what I do for a living on the side as I gain more clients. So I would love to do that for you and talk you through certain aspects of what you're going through. So hit me up in my email if you'd want to chat further. But if you don't have that, go pen to paper, at least get it down in your journal because writing things creates so much room for healing and repairing because it stops the story in your brain and it makes everything that's swirling around have a little less like hold on you. So that's what I do is I have that conversation and then I choose very intentionally what I'm going to add into the night and what I'm going to do for myself that makes me feel really good. If I'm feeling low and kind of crappy, I like ask myself what brings me up the the most. And for me, it's a really good playlist during dinner or when we're eating. It's listing all the things that I'm so thankful for and the things that brought me joy today. And then it's also messaging somebody that I think would need to hear an encouraging message in my life because that always makes me feel better. Reaching out to somebody who like just out of the blue, I just want to share some love and light because I'm not feeling it literally turns my day around every single time. It does. It just works in this big collective energy way. And I mean, who doesn't who couldn't use a little extra boost from the people in their life just to say, hey, I see you and I appreciate you. And here's what you mean to me it feels really good for both parties. So I like to do that as kind of my wrap up. And then I like to pull a little angel card, which is just like these like messages with different things on them that like talk about a little message that you're supposed to have for that day. So I do that. And then I make sure that I'm like doing my nighttime routine before I end my day. So I'm not just stuck in the vortex of, you know, feeling that cruddy, life questioning stuff because it's it can be there but alongside it you can also gain back the perspective of like everything you do have and all the things that you have done for yourself there's also a really awesome um journaling exercise that i do called i am enough inventory and um it's basically where you write down like specific things about you know something you accomplished today something you're proud of yourself for today what you could do better tomorrow what nice thing was done or said to you. It's just like a great way to take inventory of like what pauses are still happening amongst some of the like icky feelings that you're going through. And that actually segues really well into like the topic of today, which is daily practices to create more intention. The number one way to do that, creating intention, let's start there first. To be someone that's intentional around your time, your energy, your relationships, how you show up, I think always leads to a person that is more fulfilled, they're more happy, they're more grounded because they're very aware of themselves. They're aware of what is in their control and what isn't. And they take a lot of responsibility which creates a lot of positive growth. And you tend to be a lot less anxious when you are more intentional. Intentionality affects kind of every situation because something can happen and you have two choices on how you're going to make it apply and what it's going to mean in your life. So you have to be very clear about what your intention is for that situation to affect you. It's also important for when you're, you know, going to meet people or you're around other people or you're going into a situation If you have a clear intention of how you want to show up and what you want to embody, I find that it always goes better when I declare that out loud or in a journal. It creates this like different lens and aura about myself that always, always ends up in a better situation than I could have asked for just by creating that one action step of saying, hey, this is how I want this to go and writing it down and declaring it because it's taking responsibility for how you show up. And intention also leads to like good or bad from something, whether you learn from it or it hurts you. And how do we add more intention into our life? If we feel kind of shut off or blah, or like we're kind of stagnant doing the mediocre stuff, how do we shift that so that we do feel more intentional? Like we are showing up feeling motivated and kind of on fire and passionate about our life. Well, the first thing that you do is start paying attention, be really real with yourself about how many of your thoughts are negative, how often you see the bad in a situation or the bad in yourself, start paying attention to that and take inventory about the way you're thinking. After a situation, going into a situation, um, when you're looking in the mirror, anything, anything in your day, start paying attention to how you're thinking and what you're saying behind the scenes. Because only once you are aware of that, can you start to change that and tell yourself, okay, that's really negative and it's leading down a negative result and day. So what is the opposite? What is the opposite positive thought? I could think about that. And it might feel icky and forced at the beginning, but the more you do it, the easier it's going to get. And you can take it a step further by doing something as simple as a joy list, a daily joy list that has you taking inventory of the day to see what made you smile, what simple, specific things came into your day, your stratosphere, your energy that lit you up, that made you feel good. Just by jotting that down and getting in habit of doing it every single day, it can be the catalyst of viewing your life differently. It creates so much intention because you start finding these good things that you would maybe pass by or that you wouldn't give as much attention to. And let's face it, the negative things tend to get more attention and we stay in them longer. So by doing a practice like that, you're really making it about the good things so that they don't just get passed by, but that you feel them deeply. The more you look for them, the more you're going to see it. The more you see the good, the gifts, the positive, the more you're going to want to stay in that energy. And that's going to require you to be intentional. It's going to be require you to have self-awareness. So something as simple as that, just pen to paper daily practice, I think has moved the needle the biggest in my life. I've been doing joyless and gratitude lists for consistently years, and I will never stop. Because man, if there's anything that we can do to just like show thanks for our life, it's to jot down some things that inspired us and lit us up because it's great to look over and it just sets this whole tone for the rest of our, our day or night. Not to mention, you cannot be anxious or be victim, or feel shitty, and grateful at the same time. You can't feel both. So if I get to choose, I'd rather feel grateful. And that's one of the things I do to really add in more of that awareness. And I also get very um, specific about what comes into my space, like what I listen to, what I watch, who I talk to every day when it's a daily thing i really pay attention to those pieces because that either leaves me filled up and wanting to be intentional because we can't really give to our life if we're depleted and feeling empty and native it's a lot harder so i started to kind of do an inventory of what i was listening to who i was talking to at the end of my day like especially if i like wrap up work you know what kind of music do you listen to on your drive home or how do you end your day what things are you like watching and listening to because if it's too much heavy, dark, negative things, you're going to find more of that in your day as well. So like if you're listening to a podcast that's all about like bitching and moaning, even if it's for fun or being funny, if it's repetitive, you're going to see more of that and attract more of those feelings. And if you were to listen to something that's uplifting, that's inspiring or motivating. So pay attention to what you're allowing in your space from like hours from five to nine. Just start there. I think if we just do the smallest little changes. Those always lead to the biggest shifts in our life. And I'd rather somebody leave with just like one action step today that they can put into place that really creates that space of intentionality. And that to me is like such a win. So if you could just try from five to nine or like that, even let's just take the first like hour after work. If you can be really intentional about what comes into your space, What you're going to do to create the highest vibration you can. So like, how are you going to lift yourself up? And what can you do that really like lights a fire in you? Is it a certain podcast or song that you listen to? Um, Maybe a meditation that you do to close out your day? Maybe it's a really nice bubbly drink that you're going to pour yourself as you write down a few joy things from the day. What can you do and add in that's gonna bring that space of intentionality for you to get quiet or reflect. Because through that, remember the more you do those things, the more you're going to attract that kind of energy, you're going to make decisions that are more aligned with being more positive, more passionate, more involved in your life. So try that with your first hour after work. Set the little stage and like tone for your evening. Kind of like a post-work ritual. Instead of your morning and night ritual, Start with just your post work ritual and see how that shifts things for you and opens that space for a little bit more awareness. I feel like a lot to take in and a lot to mull over, but I hope it landed for some of you and that you're willing to try that if you're feeling that urge to bring in more of the light, good energy, and, and not just focus on the areas that feel hard. And I should probably say to you when I go through these like lows that happen, they're normal. It's okay to feel behind and lost or to feel frustrated about where you're at to me that's just your intuition and your knowing trying to tap you on the shoulder to say hey there's more for you you're striving for something bigger and if you might not feel that right now it's coming it doesn't mean you're not grateful for where you're at it doesn't mean you're not in perspective it just means you're feeling that space of where you are now and where you're going to go and sometimes it's very uncomfortable But it's okay to feel that don't push it down don't suffocate it find the right people to talk to about it that you think have maybe been there and got out of it listen to inspiring things on youtube or podcasts like there's so much free information to help you see through those situations and not feel worse for feeling it or to not deal with it because when i feel those things it's such an invitation for me to raise up rise up a little bit take action do something inspired that leads me to the outcome I want. So if I want a, a career that I love, then I need to take action now to put myself out there and make connections and try things. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. And, and having that practice of being very intentional with how I handle these feelings is what leads me to feeling way more happy and way more fulfilled. I've got two choices to make when these heavy feelings come in. I need to give myself time to feel it. And then I need to take inspired action and get my shit together, get my resume out and see what can come my way and what opportunities might fall into my lap. You'll never, you'll never know if you don't try. But I, I wanted to share with you that I too have felt those heavy feelings and that it's okay to feel it. It's okay to be in that icky space of the unknown and to be striving for something more and to not know exactly how that's going to be, because truthfully the how isn't up to us. And I've heard that a million times, maybe you have too. It's really truly not about the how, it's just what you're willing to stay open to and how you're willing to work for what you want and, and show up in that space. So that's going to wrap up the episode. I feel so much better about this version than the one before, and I didn't even cough. I coughed once. I did pause it once. <laughs> but you're not going to be able to tell with editing. But man, obviously the the voice and the throat chakra were in much more alignment this time. And I hope that it means that something really sparked for you or that you felt something in my story that resonates and that you can take inspired action. And although I wish I would have said this earlier because I really liked the little catchiness of it, my truth bomb for today is I too struggle with feeling lost. And then I would follow it up with saying, but there's always a way to see out of it, which we dug into in the episode. So friends, I send you love and light. Hopefully you laughed today. Hopefully you felt very seen. And if you're rocking life and you are jiving in your job and everything feels really good, embrace that and be present for it because sometimes that's the hardest part is being like fully present and enjoying it without thinking the shoe's gonna drop. So if you're feeling all the good feels, yay, I applaud you and I'm happy for you. And if you're like me, don't worry, we're going to see this thing out. Can't wait to chat with you again next Friday. Have a good rest of your day or night. Thanks for being here. Chat with you soon, guys. Bye.